to a brand new season of Tales of the Trade from Amaya Media. I'm Chirag Desai. With the new year kicking in, we're all thinking about our fitness goals, maybe hitting up the gym more often than last year, or even taking up a sport. Nearly two decades ago, today's guest picked up the sport that would define him professionally, leading him to become UAE's Athlete of the Year in 2018, as awarded by His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, the ruler of Dubai. It's a journey that's defined by meals like these. Five, uh, six sunny side ups, five dates, and uh, almond and walnuts. That's a very calibrated breakfast. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> same diet since uh, I think maybe 15, 16 years, yeah. Like any kid growing up in the 80s and 90s, free time was dominated by being outdoors. Muhammad was exploring martial arts, shooting, and football. Now, you may not specifically remember things you experienced back then, but your childhood, like mine and everybody else's, are impacted by key moments in those years. For Muhammad, it came in the form of tragedy, losing his father just as he entered double digits. I think losing a father, it is uh, difficult for any, any, any guy, any, anybody, child or old. Uh, but I lost him when I was nine, ten. So this was uh, difficult. Uh, I think it's still till today when I think about it, it's quite, uh, yeah. Because it would be very raw as a child at that nine, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I was very attached. I was very close uh, with him, and uh, we did a lot of things together: shooting, horse riding, uh, swimming. I learned a lot. You know, he won't teach me, but he would bet on me always in front of his friends and he knew I was very good shooter you know uh, at that young age I'm self-taught and uh, I would watch him and I will pick up and he knew this now when I look back at it at that when I was a child I don't know you don't but, you don't realize this yeah thing. but when you look back at it I know what he was doing so you have very very strong but very fond memories of him oh, yeah yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun he was a lovable likable person in the community it was also around this time that Muhammad spotted his first dirt bike they would pass the showroom on their way to visit his grandmother about once a week and if we are to trace his love story with dirt biking because it truly is one then the meet cute was when he finally visited the showroom with his father the salesman I think he's a bad salesman because my father was about to buy the bike it was a uh, 50cc, and then the, the the salesman looked at me and he said, yeah, I think your son is a little bit too young. And then my father promised me next year. So, But next year my father passed away. Uh, so whenever I would see a dirt bike, it's like a love relationship. I don't know, it's like weird. But a weird. strong memory, basically. Yeah. I don't know, I cannot describe it. It's really... Uh, you need to be in my head to understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, words won't do justice. There is no no sport like it in my my understanding and my in my experience, because it's very physical. Your heart is pumping one way, but you need to be focused. If you look at biking or racing or any kind of thing that is that kind of intensity, you ha- until you finish, you you cannot exactly pull out of it, right? So there's yeah, a lot of risk. Yeah, it's extreme sport, you know. I I, I shared, uh, I have a good share of uh, injuries. I can't see myself behind the uh, work desk. Uh, this will kill me 110%. I imagine if you speak to your mom, she'll tell you that, you know, there's a higher chance of <laughs> dirt biking killing you than a <laughs> yeah. desk. My older sister... 
she was on my case for some time and she still thinks that yeah maybe I'm a can't, I don't know if I can say this like a dumbass <laughs> like a stupid you know by hurting myself so much like maybe sometimes they even mention that I have a death wish you know but actually no I have a wish of living and this is the only way I know how to live you know Mohammed essentially became a pioneer of the sport in the UAE. He was navigating the complexities of being trained, staying fed and getting coached, and even general advice in a place where not many before him had taken on the sport at all, let alone professionally. And in some ways, this is what became a founding principle for the MX Academy. I was the first one, so I had to build all these bridges, you know. I had to show, yes, this is a proper sport because people don't understand. So I had to educate people, no, it's you need a proper fitness level stamina strength in order to sustain in this uh, sport and then at that level the mx academy started out of mohammed's home before he finally got together with his partner chris mokley and they went on to open a full facility in jabal ali and then in switzerland where chris is from the organic growth of the MX Academy, coupled with Muhammad's own achievements, has now created this little community ecosystem that served 600 people in the last year. After the break, how Muhammad plans to grow that, and some keys to his success. Stay with us. Stay with us. 